Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. Perhaps one or another of you have had an experience that recently uh, came to mind when, in fact, you may be sitting at your desk or at the table, maybe uh, making out checks to pay bills or going through some files and whatnot, and you need to put a date on a particular document or a check, and you look up on the wall to the calendar, and you see the date, and it comes as a surprise. Here we are in the last week of October, and immediately you begin to wonder, where did the time all go? Within our liturgical calendar, we're nearing the very end. We just celebrated the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Only four Sundays left, and then a new beginning. And it it causes a bit of a, a pause, because we begin to think, not only in general about the time that had seemed to pass so quickly, and maybe thankfully, because of the pandemic. But where did it go, and what use did we make of it? Were there opportunities that we grasped, or opportunities that we missed? But, of course, as we near the end of our liturgical calendar, you may notice that our Attention is not drawn to what has gone before us, but rather to what is coming. And I refer specifically to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ at the culmination of all time and all history. And many of us may think, as a friend of mine once said, that second coming cannot come soon enough. And in fact, he used to say, there are times when I pray he comes in the next 20 minutes to give me a sufficient amount of time to make a perfect act of contrition. But in fact, as we approach that second coming, which is a firm article of our faith, we realize that we have an opportunity to examine our attitude toward that event, how we have prepared for it, how we expect it, and how joyful we are about the fact that our Lord, who is always present to us in his word and sacraments, is going to reveal himself in his full glory. Of course, we think back on the concerns that we had in this past year, a long year of pandemic concerns, some confusion, perhaps a little fear and suspicion. We have all of us, I think, regretted the loss of normal social life, for it is in the very nature of being human to be a social being, to wish to be among others, to rejoice in a community, that allows us to speak with one another, to enjoy each other's company, and to participate in joint efforts. And that has been greatly curtailed. But I've often thought, 
that as we come to the end of the liturgical calendar and we come to the expectation of the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we also realize that we are a people of profound hope. And perhaps it is a time that we think a little about that virtue of hope. It is one of the theological virtues. And it means not simply a faith, but a hopeful expectation that when all is said and done, Jesus Christ is still the master of things. And that includes also our historical development. Oh, it is often the case that we can only discern that wonderful and merciful hand of Christ in our history by thinking back, by remembering in, uh, in retrospect. But we live as a people of hope, realizing that God is always true to his promises, and he always promises the good to his faithful. And in that hope, even in our difficult moments in our own present existence, we realize that although we may regret certain things, we in fact may suffer certain things that our perspective is always limited and we throw ourselves on the perspective of God through Jesus Christ in realizing that in all of these things the divine purpose is going to be revealed and come to its conclusion. So that we are a people, a hopeful people, realizing that we are here to do that good which we can do And to realize that the good we do, no matter how small, is a participation in the victory of Jesus Christ. And we, in fact, never lose that hope. But we endure our life, we live our life with a certain joy. This is not a cockeyed optimism, but a certain joy that, as uh, St. Juliana of Norwich once said, all manner of things will be well. So, we also realize that as one year ends, our liturgical year, another begins immediately. Always offering a new insight into God's life among us. Always offering a renewal of understanding and of purpose. And an opportunity to remember those things that touch upon eternal life, and in fact, to orient our our prayer. I find myself praying that we do not lose Christmas as we almost nearly did Easter in this pandemic, that we have to remember that the church's calendar is punctuated with those points of light, of doctrine, of understanding, of who God is, why we are here, and where we are going. So we cannot allow that loss of normal social interaction to, in a sense, smother our sense of the presence of God in the community of the Church. But my friends, also as I looked at the calendar and was not only surprised by the coming and 
near uh, end of the liturgical calendar. I was also surprised by the fact that in one week, that is tomorrow, or today rather, we're going to be voting again. Now, the election is fast approaching. Now, some may be happy that this marks the end of the campaigning season, and uh, probably a season that will not start again until New Year's Day, because the campaign season seems to be constant, day by day. But in fact, there are important factors involved in every election, and it is crucial that we as citizens of this republic understand the the wonderful gift of our ability to vote and to realize that our voting is crucial for the good of our society and for all of us who participate as citizens. There is a Christian responsibility to participate in the society in which we live. It is a responsibility to pursue those ends which really enhance the dignity of every human person. It is a responsibility to try to build a society that is just, that is lawful, and that in fact encourages and enhances human growth and human potential. The critical the issues are critical and will affect the life of the church community as well as the whole of our society. So as we approach the end of the campaign season, we want to realize how important it is to cast a vote. And I encourage all of you to consider very deeply the issues that are at stake, the understanding that the Catholic Church has always had about our participation in the political order, and to be aware of our responsibility for working for a functioning and good political order, even as we realize that here we have no lasting city, that we are never going to create a perfect society, But we accept this responsibility even as we await for the second coming of our Lord, who then will bring all things to their culmination according to God's will. But we do the good we can, and we involve ourselves in the way by which we can do that good. And then we place ourselves under the protection and the care of a loving God. 